evening, everyone, and welcome to the Club Racing UK podcast episode something of the third series. I've lost count and don't care now. Seven. Seven. <laughs> oh, it's episode, episode seven. seven. Thank you, Stefan. Already right. the comments are flying in. It's been quite a popular one, gents. We have been pushing the advertising out for this one. And what we have this evening, boys and girls, is a tale of two seasons, both from a competitor's side, a very successful one, and from an organisational side as a very successful one as well. So we're expecting a jam-packed show. Let's dive into it. So to start off, we've got to start off with our host. I'm your host, Robert Lewis. And with me, as usual, is the non... Well, he's kind of got a beard back, but he still looks it's like... It's coming back! It's coming back! You still look like you should be on a register, Nick Holmes. And Stefan Marsh joins us. Good evening, gents. Evening. Thank you, Nick. Love you. Anyway... Bastard. Joining us, there's, are no, some very there's no please in you, is there? There's no please in you. No, piss off. Anyway, joining us this evening are Robin and Tom of the C1 Racing Club to tell us all about their successful first season in charge. And we've got Merv Beckett who joins us to give us the civic reception, as it would seem, or something like mm -hmm. that. Merv, good evening, guys. Evening. How's it going? Superb, superb. Well, we've got a bit of a packed show, so I'll be honest, guys. We're going to jump right in with the news roundup. from Mr. Andrew Butcher. And it's Andrew we're going to talk about first, actually, or rather Andrew and Dawn Boyd, because everyone at Club Racing yes. UK and the racing community wants to absolutely fabulous news. They only went and got engaged yesterday, didn't they? <laughs> Happy engagement, guys. It was Dawn's 50th as well. Congrats. She had a nice, nice, uh, nice day out at uh, Thruxton, and Andrew decided to get down on his knee and pop the question. It did take him a while to get back up again, but he got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Nice, nice cheeky comment, Andrew. We hope you got. We wish you guys all the best, and uh, I'll expect the invite in the post. Right. Yeah. Let's get to let's some of the comments. Let's make a proper shindig of it. A proper club racing shindig. Uh, Rob, Jeremy Rob, K. Can I, Evans. Just yes. quick one, quick one. I never thought I'd say it, but can you turn a light on or something? I can't see your beautiful face very well. Seriously, I've got a light on up here and a white screen. Unfortunately, uh, mate, that's the best you're going to get. Maybe, maybe oh, mine's just too good today in my new <laughs> surroundings. <laughs> it, I like your Wi-Fi. It could be more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nick and his dodgy Rifry. Right, let's work through some of the comments. We've got a lot of people joining us this evening. Jeremy Evans joins us this evening. Good evening, Jeremy. Vicky Pratt, all square, rapid ride. One half off joins us. Mark Watts, Matt Cleary. Hi, Matt. Good to see you at Snetterton finally and meet you. Jason Stone, Shine Automotive. Are you ready to rock and roll, Stefan? Always. Uh, the Always. first of the Facebook users has joined us. Hi, Tom and Robin. Love, if you are the on the paddock, user. If you are on the paddock or watching this from the paddock, you could do one of two things. Either enable yourself to be seen by StreamYard. There is a link on the bio there or whatever. Or get yourself over onto the Club Race UK page. We'll be able to actually see who you are. Or just write your name in the comment. Or write your name in the that. comments. 
<laughs> all that. Uh, Carl that. Barton, ready, just got a work call, still on, so on pause, we'll catch up. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Matt Cleary, is Rob on a boat making me feel sick bouncing around? It's probably my table, to be fair, it's moving the monitor. <laughs> 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 Vicky Nothing. Pratt, the, the other one is here also. That's not a very hey. nice way to talk about Chris. Evening, Chris. Evening, and we've, evening got guys. we've got more Facebook users. The MG Owners Club is where it's at. We'll assume that's we'll call you someone. That's 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 what we'll call you. Refer to you as <laughs> someone. Right. Now we're Mr. MG. Mr. MG, we'll call you that. Now we're only into October, and already the first load of calendars are starting to filter through. Brit Car mm -hmm. released theirs. Obviously, the big line through, so they're not going to Brands Hatch in uh, July. Already with a cancelled one. Already with a cancelled one. That is issue two. I expect it to get to issue 60, 61. The nice, yeah. organised way that, 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 that club racing goes. And I'll be honest, I salivated when I saw this calendar today because the modified Fords in conjunction with the BRSCC have released this calendar. They're going to Silverstone International, Brands Hatch in April 9th. They're going up to Knock Hill in May. They're a supporting round, or rather, the British GT are supporting them at Donington Park on the Grand Prix circuit in May. That's more like it. Snet yeah. 300s in uh, July, Cadwell in August, and then another two rounds at Brands, one of which supported full power live. So we look forward to seeing that series grow even better than it has. I'll be out with those boys next year in my Mark II as well. Fantastic. Nice Good to see, mate. I mean, I, I was watching some of the live stream racing um, this weekend. They had three races on at Snetterton, and it was just superb. A special shout out to Alex Bohm as well. He had a really good run out on his Fiesta, mm -hmm. especially uh, when conditions got a bit wet. Jonathan Candler joins us this evening, and congratulations as well because he's joining yes. us as a champion. No he less. is. He is. Congratulations, mate. Only, only gone and joined the Armed Forces uh, Race Challenge Roll of Honour. Well done, mate. Congratulations. We'll possibly get you on the show in the future to talk all things motorsport as well. Right. Hen Sharp, Young Driver Initiative in the MG Owners Club Race Championship. Under, oh, if, you're under, if you're under 21, you get half price race entries. That's very good. I like that. That's really good. Yes, I can get half price race entries. Woo. You're not <laughs> under 21. You look like a man, baby. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop using that, Nick. I'm sorry. Until you grow a full beard back, you are going to get it. And don't you beard envy of Tom. Yes, I have. And <laughs> anyone with a beard, I got beard envy of. <laughs> you just sort of look at him and go, "You bastard." Uh, right, I'm going to start off with the positive side of the TDC Snetterton weekend, Stefan. So you better start us off. Yeah, baby. Hey, well done. Yay. Not, you know, this is two things. One, it survived another race without breaking. Yeah. And we come second. So happy days. There we uh, go. Well, West is very, very wet, uh, though. Wetterton certainly lived up to his name so much so the races got cancelled after we had our race it did yeah um, what do you want, do you want a full walkthrough of the event of the day or yes alright so qualifying qualifying went terrible for us it was bone dry for qualifying um, and for some reason we completely messed the setup of the car and we had so much understeer it was ridiculous 
Um, I don't know where we qualified. I think it was 26th or something like that. It's very, very poor. Plus, getting out the old race book uh, excuses. Um, neither me or Matt had driven around the 300 circuit before, so we had to learn it at the same time. So, just, you know. But, you know, when you've driven it on computer games and then you actually drive it, some of them corners are a lot tighter than what you expected them to be. So, there was a few, oh, oh, I need to slow down a bit more. <laughs> But anyhow, so yeah, absolutely poor in, uh, in qualifying. But he was going to chuck it down. I don't know. And then we had uh, Park Ferme, and we had to go on the dyno because um, we missed the last one because we broke. Uh, and it turned out we were nine brake horsepower down on the last dyno. So we were also down on power. Another excuse in the book. Um, so we went back. We knew it was going to rain. So, mm -hmm. uh, it, to be fair, it started raining not long after we got back from qualifying. So, we it certainly looked like it did. On. It definitely, definitely rained. <laughs> Chucked the, uh, the wet setup on. And, yeah, the car was uh, absolutely mega. Um, loads of confidence. Um, it went really well. So, we managed to push up to P9 in the end, which was second in class. Um Matt got the, the safety car. Can we pit under a safety car? And Matt went back out. Um, and then he got the single lap dash um, to get our second place. So happy days, I think. Um, <clears throat> if you want, I'll bang the video on of our first lap. Do you want to see the whole lap? Or are we just doing a bit of it? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, hold lap. Go oh, whole lap. Go whole lap. Enjoy.
Send it. Say, that is the, the worst conditions I've ever driven in my life. And doing 110 down the back straight, and all you can see is white. There's a uh, pretty bad. Looks amazing. Don't, I literally just wanted to be in that car. <laughs> 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 not in the Mazda, though. I, no, I, I, yeah. I mean, oh, that guy is just I, not happy. I saw him pull into uh, the assembly area and I was like, mate, why? Why would you do that? No. Nah. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> it just gets out like, like that. Yeah, like, Jesus. There's, a, was you know, there's another yeah. guy in the cake room as well and I was like, oh my God. You, it's even worse. Wrong day. Yeah. For I mean, to be honest, even stood in the pit lane just waiting to get in the car for your stint, we got soaked. Absolutely yeah. stoked. Um, and appreciate the GT Cup guys because they made sure before we turned up, the front shutters yeah, of every it. garage were cl were closed. Really? So we, oh, that's yeah. yeah so we, that's nice of them. So we we, we literally had no shelter. Garage to stay dry. That's not right. right. No. So we were just like, yeah, cheers, guys. Uh, appreciate that. Um, so yeah, well done, Steph. I've got to be, I've, I've got to be honest. Watching your first stint from the pit lane, it was absolutely astounding. I think at one point you overtook two or three cars round the outside into just after the bomb hole. Yes, Nick. I do have one question. Um, did you forget to turn the focus on, Rob, from that start? Uh, I wasn't in the car. Oh. Did AJ forget to turn the car on? <laughs> no, if you actually, if if if, if, like if you go gone. if you go back and watch the onboard, he went from first mm. to second to third to fourth, and he was spinning it all through the gears. Oh shit! <laughs> and the the um, one thing to remember as well, the one thing that a lot of people have forgotten, AJ's done time attack before. That was his first ever race start. Oh wow! Yeah, Very different. And uh, he. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go it, on to mine. So you can't really see it from my, from our on board, but he was in my peripheral vision to the right hand side all the way through turn one. Yeah, and then and then I managed to pull out and get in front of him. But and, I th and it to makes be honest, it worse than it was for Mark. Yeah, and, and I mean, to be honest, he had the same I'm issue. I'm only joking, boys. I'm, I'm only ribbing you. It's all right. I mean, don't calm down. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Steph said as well. As soon as you gained a bit of speed, white. That was it. That's oh, it. And uh, unfortunately, AJ, I don't think he was quite used to that. Um, we had the steaming up issue before. He said there was a steaming up issue, but I could see through it fine. It was vision to another car in front of you. There was so much spray mm. being kicked up. Yeah. Um, there was. There was. There was another lap that I kind of. Um, I can't remember what car I was behind, but. I was behind it. I was gaining. I pulled out, got, got alongside it, and then couldn't see a damn thing. And I yeah. then lost because I'd moved into the middle of the track. I'd lost a gauge on the on the outside where I was um, yeah. going down the main straight and nearly completely uh, missed the breaking point and went straight on. But yeah, sorry, I, I wasn't interrupting you, Steph. I'm just right. showing this photo just to show the amount of standing water. And, 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 same, was, and, and same here with the mini as well. It was absolutely it was outstanding. Going into uh, what's the second to last one of the long one, long one. Uh, Corum. Going into Corum. Obviously, on my first lap, I was using the outside line off the racing line to get around the corner a bit more grip. From yep. that lap onwards, there was you had to use a racing line in the end because there was so much there was water just, on the outside that you were yeah. activating. So. Hmm. you had to go back to the racing line which was slippery as 
Yeah. But yeah, off the race arm was even worse. It was, it was very strange. Yeah. But I mean, it got to a point because yeah. when when I got in the car, AJ did a superb first stint. Okay, he drops a but to be honest, I don't care because we we actually finished the race for fucking. Um, so we finished sixth in class, you know, we got a respectable result. AJ's first ever race completed, big tick. And I'm really proud of AJ. He did really well in those conditions. So big hats off to him. And then I got out in the car and just as I was pulling out of the pit lane, the safety car switched on his lights and I sat behind the safety car for all of my stint. Um, because, oh, because, because to add to no, I didn't. Oh, no, it, well, thing, you got because, I was, because I was in that train of seven cars that got picked up. So we were sort of behind a lap. They let us through, but we had to go through in a procession trying to catch everyone up. By the time it went green, they flew the checker out. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it didn't get a chance. But um, I don't care, to be honest. But this photo did get a bit popular in qualifying. <laughs> Can't park there, mate. Can't park there, mate. So we... Um, Hang on, an Rob. No, no, no. Wait there. I was going down the straight. Obviously, I was well. I was going down the main straight. This is in qualifying. Yeah. Uh, coming up to turn one, see the uh, change of surface ahead flank or slippery surface ahead. I was like, oh, here we go. Where is he? Went around turn one. <laughs> one there. Got to the hairpin. There he was facing me. I was like, well, there he is. Hi, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Just, just, just quickly, just quickly, yeah. Rob, just put the picture up again. Right to everybody watching, comment something funny about this picture, and the funniest one is going to win a free sticker because it's just brilliant. <laughs> it is. It is good. It is good. I mean, to be honest, the reason I didn't get going again um, was because we blew the fuse on the starter motor going up to assembly. To, to um, I've got to replace the starter motor with the comms knackered on it. Um. AJ blew the fuse on the starter motor. So I hit the button on the steering wheel, had nothing. So I couldn't start it up again just to get off the track. But the, point. yeah, the hose blew out the back of the thermostat, <laughs> blew a hole in it. And just same, same as Brands Hatch, poured coolant onto the rear tyres. So I actually went into turn one sideways, braked for the hairpin and turned in and just watched my gauge slowly calm. Next thing you know, I've turned around and I'm facing the marshal's post. And a big shout out to Megan and uh, Emma that were there. And the funny thing was, the first thing they said when she opened the door was, we wanted to meet you guys, but we didn't want to meet this way. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, we had that, but um, it was literally myself and AJ. So we got a new hose on it, thanks to Jay at Vehicle Tech Mobile. He had a spare hose in his van. So we got a loop hose in there, which is staying on the car. Got that all sorted, got out in the race. AJ started the car was trying the best he could. I mean, like I said, look at the conditions. They're just absolutely atrocious for what we were racing in. Mini did a superb first stint and, and got second in uh, class, and we finished sixth in class and 22nd overall, which I'm not going to turn my nose up at that. So here we go. Exactly. Now, before we move on, we've we've got to give a bit of a safety warning here as well. And Stefan's got some explaining to do because there is a reason you tie your gazebo down when you're in the paddock. Um, and I'm told, I'm told this was one of the reasons why the safety car was out for so long. Steph, would you care to explain? Uh, well, our gazebo ended up on the track. I mean... <laughs> 
I was racing the car, so I don't know what happened. I'm guessing the wind got up, maybe. But no, I don't know. It was I don't know how it happened. It was tied down by three ratchet straps, so I don't know how it moved. But it yeah, got up a fair fucking amount if if it ended up there, and that's after they removed it from the track. Yeah. But... <laughs> Nick. I'm so your... glad my gazebo is being looked after. <laughs> you guys, you're off bloody racing, using half my gear. My car had no use of that gazebo, so don't say anything to me. Look at Muggins over here. I, I tied it down the best I could. I, I, I don't know what happened. Soz. Don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't go. be the first time the gazebo's fucked off, though, would it? Yeah, let's <laughs> let it. We haven't learned our lesson after, yet. After a shit autumn park, it ended up in a field somewhere. <laughs> that was the KO's one here, wasn't it? Right, let's go back to some comments. Dawn Boyd. Hi, guys. Thanks for the shout-out. We had no idea you were going to say anything. Of course we were going to say something. We've got a keen eye. Don't worry. Um, of course you were invited when we get round to it. And no, it didn't take Wee. him very long to get up again. In fact, he was so quick, photography nearly missed it. Well, well done again, guys. Well done again. Uh, the only thing That's I can great. think of is uh, we'll have to do a live podcast at the reception. Wee, that'd be a laugh. <laughs> that would be quite a laugh. Oscar Proietti, can the C1s do under 21 half-price race entries, Rob? <laughs> no. Not for them. <laughs> Not for Oscar, no. Straight to the point. <laughs> Matt Cleary, I can vouch. more than one race a year with us. Yeah, yeah, true. Matt Cleary, I can vouch for that superb supercharger wine. Well worth it standing in the pissing rain watching with my lad. Well, well done. Thanks again for coming down, Matt. It was good to meet you and uh, little uh, little man. Gave a good show and followers of the podcast from day one. Uh, Kester Cook's comment was so funny. If you get a chance, pop onto the Club Race UK page. <laughs> Yeah. Look, look, look for that photo. I'm not going to say what the comment was because I'll end up being reported for something. But uh, it was it was quite <laughs> amusing. I I'm not going to lie; it was quite amusing. Dawn Boyd, pick comments. If you had B42 stickers on the back, we'd give you a push. But <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> bad. My bad. Uh, Sam Pierce. Hello, love. Come here often. Do you know everywhere I go, a slippery surface flag follows, if you know what I mean? <laughs> that was a good one. I like that it's, one. I have a feeling this is going to be a fun one tonight, so don't forget, boys and girls, your best caption for this picture will win you a free Club Racing UK sticker, courtesy of Steph and the Unbearded One. <laughs> right uh as well as tdc i also had another day out uh funnily enough with the chap that's just commented there mr sam pierce so merv beckett will know i popped down to see the civic cup at brands hatch and i'll be honest it's firmed my opinion that it is one of the best one make series in terms of progression and competitiveness in the uk the racing was unbelievable. Absolutely fantastic to watch live. It was like watching a touring car race in peak touring cars. There was action all over the track. It wasn't overly aggressive. It was good, solid passing, good, proper racing. Um, but the reason I was there for the day is our mate Sam Pierce finally got out in his Civic. Now, if you know anything about Sam, so there's Sam, Paul, Harvey, and I'm a member of a WhatsApp group. There's lots of people on there. We're called the Racers Lounge. But Sam, on his day job, looks after the commercial side for Northgate Vehicle Hire. He also 
when he's not doing that, does Graves Motorsport JCW minis. So he's the busiest bloke on the planet. And then when he gets time, he goes to his little lockup garage and builds a Civic. And I'll tell you what, you could probably eat your dinner off the engine bay, the interior, and even underneath. The car's fucking immaculate. Absolutely immaculate. He did have some teething troubles. It was untested. And the only thing that was a bit of an uncertainty was the engine from the donor car. And unfortunately, during qualifying, he's still banging in the 56s with no power. 56s round brands is still pushing it with absolutely no power on a blown head gasket. So Sam will be back next year, but it was a bloody good day out. Nicholas. Merv, what lap times are you doing around there? 55s, I think, top 55s. Oh, yeah. I'm in the oh, production yeah. class rather than the actual Civic Cup. So, I mean, the uh, Civic Cup, can, I mean, like Campy, he's doing like 54s. I mean, the, the, the top, the top guys fast. were getting... That's fucking fast. Yeah, the top guys were getting into late 53s. <laughs> but Sam, yeah. Sam went out in practice and in qualifying, and you could see it going up the hill... And on the exit of Graham Hill, as he went to pull away with the power, there was just nothing, absolutely nothing, mm. and a puff of smoke. And we seen, uh, they got it back, got two of the plugs out, and I think it was cylinder three and four had bugger all compression in it. So, head gasket. He's since had, he's since had the engine apart. I, I didn't think Honda's failed. Just well, it, to be fair, there was a few that did that weekend. I was quite surprised. I thought they just like revved to like 9 million RPM forever and ever and ever. And yeah. Something. Never broke. Yeah. Something, That's something, unfortunate, something. actually. It was very oh, unfortunate. There we go. Really it was very unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Sam Pierce, camp set the lap record 53.5. <sighs> Jesus Christ. That's fast. And you think those Civics are limited to 234. That's the maximum power output they're allowed. That is quick. You look at, was it touring cars, what, 48 seconds? Yeah, mm -hmm. TCR, TCR cars are like 51, 50. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's That's not much, is it? Yeah. I know, you know, it was a great day. I'm really pleased for Sam, you know. KAs and C1s, probably about two minutes. minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to, you know, just trying to give the, just trying to give a balance of opinion here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, and we'll find out next month what we can do around Brands Hatch. Although by the time me and Steph get there with our cars, it's going to be pissing down with rain. So I can't, I can't go as well in the wet. So <laughs> fair play, why not? But yes, big shout out to Sam Pierce. It was a good day out. Thank you for having me along. And uh, he will be back. Don't worry about that. We look forward to a solid season in Civic Cup next year for him. So, uh, yes, Megan Edwards joins us this evening. Paul Harvey joins us this evening. And Megan was one of the saviours, but she's not in this picture as well. Don't forget, boys and girls, there is a caption competition this evening. So just remember, best caption for this photograph wins a Club Racing UK sticker. Let's see if any more come in. Oh, no, no more captures coming in. However, <laughs> Megan did say, good racing by Rob and Stefan at Snetterton. Neil Ashcroft has joined us this evening, and Sam Good comments he might, he might fix the Civic and have to put it in Track Day Trophy in November. Who knows? Ooh. Do it. Do it. Come do, do, it. Come do championship do and race with these two monkeys. Get it in for Snet for the last round of the Civic Cup. 
Here we go. Oh, the gauntlet's, go get on with gauntlet's been thrown down, Sam. Um, get the on gauntlet. it. Stop messing around with Vinny's and put your own car up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they've, uh, to be fair, I think the minis have got the finale coming up, haven't they? At Brands touring car finale is that next week? Next week? Next week or the week after? No, week after the same weekend as we're racing at Snet at the end of the month. Ah, right, okay, right. Just oh, there we I'll, go. I'll, I'll go oh, round so the house. That'll be his excuse. I can't go to that Unfortunately, yeah, it clashes with JCW final. See? Just quickly, I know it's not Club Racing UK related, but who's going to win the touring cars? Steph. Ash. You think? I ain't got fucking clue, mate, because I haven't been following it. Fair enough. Nick? Uh, I reckon Tim Harvey. Fair enough. Uh, Tom? Uh, I don't know any of them. Fair enough. Good man. Fair enough. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell we're all racing drivers, eh? Uh, the problem is, I've, I've, I've dropped Sky, so I can't record anything anymore, so I keep missing well, it. That's my excuse, it's, anyway. It's not just that, right? I don't know about you guys, but this year, I found myself turning off the touring cars. I prefer, I'll watch the minis, both both classes of minis. I'll watch a bit of the Porsches, because it has got a bit juicy. But apart from that, I'm not watching much of the Toka package. I would prefer to either watch some old V8 races, or watch some of the club racing live streaming, but... That's just yeah. me. Nick's been watching just... him at the race start and then his Wi-Fi just cuts out. So it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even get that far. I was like, uh, oh, it's not even working. <laughs> Is that how the beard got clipped? You were watching the tutorial when the Wi-Fi skipped? Yeah. Fair and ta-da, now you've got no beard. Oh, fuck. Now you've got no beard and you look like you're on a register. Right, just quickly, chap. So, um... This is going to be the last of the news. But there was a website. I don't know if you guys have had a look around the houses. There's a website that's popped up this week, clubracing24hour.co.uk or something of that. All it says, all it says is just register your interest in a club racing 24-hour race. Now, to me, that means run whatever you want in it. EP3s, Mazdas, you bloody name it. Right? I'm going to bring a tank. How, well, no, exactly. How viable do you think that's going to be? Not to viable answer. at all. Know, you, need a, you need a lot of... Well, I mean, if you're talking about taking your Focus and like, our Mini and stuff, those types of cars, I don't Mega think that's very viable. That's a lot Mega of money. Right, you've I mean, got right. things like Compact Cut, Mazdas, those one-make things, they probably will be all right and will last. But yeah. track day trophy, track day championship, anything modified, they won't. You've gone up into that kind of class where the tyres are going to be well expensive. But surely, if they're going to yeah. do it, they have to put a limit. That would be the easy limitation just on well, everyone yeah. has to use a same tyre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wouldn't, be, wouldn't yeah. be tempted to uh, stick the EP3 in there, Murph? Ah, it's, it's so much involved in it. Um, yeah. 24 hours, it's, I mean, probably the clutch will end up. Giving away before twenty four hours, um, <laughs> but I mean, I mean it's, it's all good fun, isn't it? But I mean, it's, yeah, depends if you've got enough fuel. Every fifty minutes, that's a good point. Yeah, you're not filling it up every fifty minutes at the moment. People look at you funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> be a massive queue. Has anyone been brave enough to get fuel for their lawnmower? Ah, that'll be why it's a twenty four hour race, boys. It's actually a thirty. It's a 30-minute race, but 23 hours and 30 minutes of queuing up for fuel. <laughs> I mean, something good, 
you mean four hours or something is, i think quite good but i mean 24 hours is any of our normal race cars it's it's difficult to yeah. I'm, 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 I mean, to be honest recently, get it the last 40 minutes yeah <laughs> And not just that, I mean, the 360 Motor Club was formed and they tried to sort of reform the spirit of the wheel hire 24 hours by doing these six-hour races at Snetterton. I think the most entries it attracted was 10. And that was open to any club racing car you, you could think of. So The only way it would work is on the on the Burkett scale where you can relay it. Yeah. I mean, that's good fun. I, mean, I did that a few years ago. I mean, that, yeah. that is good fun. But, I mean, it's... Cars, you know, even my Civic, you know, every half an hour, you got to refill it, even if you fill it right up to the brim with fuel. So, yeah, yeah. it makes it difficult. But, you know, I mean, I've, I've done a few 45 minute races, like one at Castle Coon, the Dave Allen trophy. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a real good one to go for. But anything longer than that, it, it does get hard if it's on your own and mm -hmm. one car, you know, for the money, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We know a good endurance series if anyone's interested. <laughs> that's a very good that's a very good point there. well i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i've got to point out this comment first before we move on to the c1 club because sam's got a good point there out of those 10 entries at snetterton nick asked eight for a drive <laughs> look guys you don't ask you don't get simple exactly. as that Liam Browning, evening boys. Good evening, Liam. Nice of you to join us. We're only uh, 35 minutes into the show, mate. Eight o'clock next time. Remember that. Supreme <laughs> uh, Racing, looking forward to a 24-hour KA race next season. And uh, Liam oh, says yes to see we one. Well, we, we don't know. We don't know are yet. We, we don't know. No, it's we don't all know. nothing confirmed it, yet. Nothing confirmed. Well, maybe in the next episode, there'll probably be no news. But anyway, so moving on to the C1 Racing Club. So now is your time to shine, boys. So we I'm do bring... have a 24-hour race next year. You do? Whereabouts? Do. Silverstone GP. Oh, Silverstone that'd be GP. wicked. I bet that's lovely that time of year. Do you know what so... you guys should do? You guys should definitely arrange for us to have a little drive in that. <laughs> Here he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> Nine out of ten. You don't know, I shouldn't get okay. No, I think that's definitely... Well, especially now I found out you're all Southerners as well. We're going to definitely have to get together for a beer. Yeah, we literally yeah. live on your doorstep. Yeah. Literally. To be honest with you, Robin, I probably... <laughs> If, if you saw me, I probably wouldn't fit in a C1, but I'll do you a deal. If you let Pinky and Perky drive in the C1, can I can I drive the safety car? Because that looks cool with a Silver Lake livery. You can. It's a good car as well. It handles really well. Cool. So if you let Pinky and Perky race, I'll drive the safety car for the race. Deal. Can we just do cool. can we just do one other thing first though? What? Can we at least try and get you in a C1? <laughs> <laughs> Please. You'll fit. They're massive. Really? Super. Yeah, huge. Well, I'm I'm massive as well, so it'll work. <laughs> Easy. Right. So the C1 Racing Club was obviously established a few years ago now. It's been run under the BARC, but this year saw it take new ownership with Robin and Tom. So, guys, take it away. How did it come about that you guys? Well, first of all, you raced in it quite successfully, and you've now come to owning the club. So, tell us all about it. Yeah, um, so just to clarify, it's actually only myself that bought the club. Tom works with C1. I just want Rob to build my race car for free, so I'm helping. Yeah, I'm building Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building Tom an EP3-powered Civic, so 
Merv will love that one. Uh, sorry, an EP3 Clio. Yeah, um, K20 Clio. That's, anyway, that's neither in or there. Um, but yeah, so I came about, obviously, I've raced in it since 2017. I was actually proud enough to say that I put our car on pole for the first ever C1 race. Yes. Um, which was quite cool. Um, and then the engine blew up on the second stint, um, and that wasn't very ideal, so it ended pretty quickly. Um, but from then, we put a low-mileage engine in, and our car was great, and we loved it, and it was one of the best things I've ever done. Um, the opportunity came around. Um, a, a select few of us. I was always working with the C1 club but from the regulations point of view. As soon as I started racing C1s, I read the rules and I thought I can drive a bus through this. They're really open. There's loads of potential um, areas where you could gain quite an advantage. So rather than doing that, I emailed Philip and Carol and just said, look, here's my version of your regs. Um, took me a while to write it, to be fair. And then I got a phone call from Carol and he said, wow, you know, that's we need to have a meeting. So they did that and they took on my version of the rules. Um, and I've been working with them ever since. And then it came available to market. So I was, I was able to, to bid for it. And, nice. um, and luckily won the bid. And yeah, so that's, that's my, as a full-time job, you know, so that's, that's what we're doing now full-time. I'm not. <laughs> now I've, I've got a lovely picture here. So that's your car in front SME on the front. So that is team sailor V. Yes, it is. Yeah. And out of, I'm only doing this purely out of memory. No notes. Was it you, Chris Chadwick, James McIntyre? Yeah. And I'm trying did you have a fourth driver? Paul Dickinson. That's it. Yeah. Every, so that every was... time you stuck it on pole or you were up in the top two, three. We were on pole every time. Yeah. That car's been every single race that car's been on pole. Um we won one of the Rockingham twenty four hours. We were winning the other one up to twenty three and a half hours and drive shot yep. broke. Um, oh. we were winning, yeah, I don't. We were winning the 2019 Silverstone 24 hour by two laps until it's Chris Chadwick rolled it, but we're not allowed to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, mentioned. Just cut that bit out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. so that was pretty harsh. Um, and that car's still in the corner of my yard looking really sorry for itself. It's all full of water and the flock dash is all mouldy and it's just very sad. Um, so, yeah. Because we're focusing on the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the great thing I loved about C1 was myself, James, uh, Chris and Paul, we all race other stuff. But what I loved about it was when a 24 hour, well, even even a three hour race, whenever these endurance races come about, you're racing on a weekend actually with your mates in the same car. Yeah. yeah. Rather than being spread around the country and having a chat about what you did, it's like, now we're actually all in the same car. We're all enjoying it. And it's really good for bragging rights as well. Because if there's always that bit between your mates of who's actually the fastest, well, it just kind of just settles it all straight away. Yeah, definitely. Also, it's good as well. You get the whole, with the endurance racing, it's the pit crew. Yeah, yeah. So people like me that aren't good at driving could come and drink beer and, you know, change yeah, wheels as fast as you can and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort. Yeah, exactly. But it is though, isn't it? I mean, I mean, that's that's what appealed to us, wasn't it? When we went towards the the KA route, is the fact that we're all a bunch of mates that work together, yeah, or a bunch of mates that come along and help span over the cars, and then yeah, just a good yeah. grid of people all around you. It's a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And now that's, that was the the whole appeal of the club was it's um you know it's proper club racing. It's very friendly, and every team is like a big group of friends. So as Tom was saying, like Team Sailor V, there was 15 people 
for a 24-hour race to be the team of Team Taylor V. Yeah. Mm. And that, those 15 people had to do their job. Um, and we worked out strategy-wise that it didn't really matter on the circuit as long as you were within half a second, which is quite a big gap, really. But as long as you were lapping within half a second every time, that was the easy bit. The hard bit was actually getting that car out of the pits within half a second every time. Yeah. Driving a lap within half a second is actually very easy. But getting a pit stop done within half a second every time is actually really hard. Now, Paul Harvey gets a point here about getting me in a C1. Getting in, fine. Getting out, not so much. You would need the world's biggest shoehorn. That's why I can't fit in a C1. <laughs> yeah, but your mates just drag you out. It's fine. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Now, this is a very good point. So previously, and this is down in my notes as well. So previously, you've run all under BARC. Liam has asked a question I was going to ask next. So from next year, you're now running under the BRSCC. How comes that's the case? Dead simple. Um, anyone who knows me knows my background with Paul McCurlin. Um, yep. We Together, we developed Compact Cut. Um, I was in it from a technical perspective from day one. Again, yep. I wrote the regs. I don't know if you've seen the Compact Cut rules, but I made the tech file as a visual document for engine building. Um, I did all that. And I worked with Paul for, for various things. Me and Paul have actually raced in Track Day Trophy, Track Day Championship. We did the Donington round a couple of years ago, which we in won. The three, in the 330 Challenge car, was it? Yes, yeah, it. Yeah, I remember um, that. So he's like, yeah, he's one of my best mates. So it was kind of, it wasn't a given from day one because it really wasn't. You know, Bart do a great job and they've always done it well. But for me, you imagine if you've done anything and commercially, if your best mate is running something that will serve your purpose, it just, you know, he's just put a really good package together for us. Um, it just seems the logical thing to do. <laughs> and you know what? It's a bit like Brexit. If you don't do it, you don't know. Credit to yeah. Bart there. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no issues at all. It's just purely, you know, one of my best mates runs BRSCC. So let's just give that a go for a while. It might not work. I might go back to Bark. We'll see. But until we do, we won't know. Uh, Liam's also got another question here as well. Obviously, they run the City Car Cup. So is there going to be any tie-in with you guys or is it going to stay completely separate and neutral? No. And if anything, it's actually better. Now, now we're going to be under one roof. It's going to be a lot more transparent. So it's going to be, you know, quite simple as if you want to go endurance racing, you go C1. If you want to go City Cup, you go City Cup. Also, we've clarified a lot of things. So you used to be able to run a C1 spec endurance car in City Cup. Mm -hmm. You can never do it the other way around. So City Cup and C1 have agreed now that the cars are their own spec. So you can't cross-platform the cars. If you've got an endurance car, it's an endurance car. If you've got a City spec car, it's a City car. So if one of my cars sells, it gets back on my grid. And if one of their cars sells, it gets back on their grid. Fair enough. So just, yeah, just to try and stop a bit of market dilution. you know. So they're, endurance, they're sprint racing, we're endurance. It's that simple. We get a fair few drivers sort of doing the crossover. Yeah, we get a few drivers that want to do both, and that's fine. Good. Um, but car wise, you know, they're, they're in other cars and stuff. But now there'll be no that's that is good. Fair enough. See, this is what you do. You ask you ask the questions like this, and you get the absolute matter of fact answers. I like this. Yes, this is why we this is why we do it, though, isn't it? Yes. This is exactly this is why, we, why do we do it. So, the start of this year, you you actually start with your blue ribbon event. So, you had the Silverstone twenty four hours. So, how was that on your first day on the job? Sort <laughs> Straight of in the deep end. Let's have it. Yeah, as literally as Tom says, <laughs> in the deep end. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Um, it was challenging, but hard. You know, it was rewarding, but hard. Sorry, you know, what I found really hard was the build up to it. Actually, yep. running the event wasn't that hard because I've done a lot of that. Help Paul 
with a lot of compact cup stuff over the years and i've been in club racing since i was 17 years old i'm aware of the system you know i'm aware of the clerk of the courses offices as we all are you know we've been there enough yeah. but it's um the the, ad, the amount of admin to the lead up to a 24-hour is absolutely insane and i wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for a select few people um a friend of mine neil was a huge part of it um he was sat with myself at a desk for a couple of months leading up to the 24-hour and our inbox you know i've got three email addresses for c1 and all of them had 40 or 50 emails a day coming in um a lot of them are silly questions real silly questions but they still need answering so yeah. just the sheer admin to get it all done um was really hard but once we got there it was really exciting mega event sunshine you know, all the time oh, it, it couldn't have been better you know yeah the sun was out from the start um there we go uh, you know Look at that. Fake, <laughs> yeah it was great fake shake and bake on pole yeah and that was really nice actually because fake shake and bake one of our drivers from rockingham um matt Maxted, was in the fake shake and bake car um, yeah. so it's quite nice that he um He's, you know, he managed to put on pole. So it's sort of quite nice showing that it's not just Sailor V, but, you know, he, he's quick in anything. Yeah, their pit stops were drilled. Yeah. Like, fully. Um, so again, because he, <laughs> <laughs> again, he knew how to do well from Sailor V. Everyone that's seen Sailor V over the years knows it's all it's all about the pits. But yeah, the 24 hour was brilliant. We put on a really good team. Um, you know, I had 15 or like, more than 15 people there. Um, all in the official clothing, all just there to answer people's questions and just be there, um, which really went down well. Um, and that's how we've kept it all year. To be fair, I haven't backed the staff yeah. off at all. So they've really been well overstaffed all year. Yeah. So you say with the 24-hour race, we've got a video here that shows the importance of pit stop practice in a C1. Can we just have a look at that, Steph, after he's had his Carlsberg? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, One Pit stop, pit stop practice. I try to catch him. You didn't really try. I don't have one his helmet. It's really interesting one. I got a comment on that. That shows that that clip there doesn't really explain it, but the spirit of club racing with that particular team was immense. That was that was Oscar Peretti. Um, I knew uh, the Peretti family a little bit from two CVs and things before. Yeah. Oscar phoned me and said, "Look, we want to come to the twenty-four hour. We're not racing, but we want to come along and see what it's all about. And can you get us some tickets?" And I said, "Well, it's funny actually, because a friend of mine's got a team." But they got no team. They got drivers and car. They got no team. Would you mind just spannering for them? Going to be just the usual thing. Chuck some fuel in, and just keep them going. <laughs> what we weren't expecting was they changed three engines. Jesus. So me and Tom regularly walked down, and Oscar and his his brother Luca were just on the floor covered in oil. Luca at one point just threw the towel, and he's like, "I'm sorry, we're done." After the second engine, this was. He's like, we're not doing another engine. It was about 5 a.m. and yeah. I was just like woken up. It was a bacon roll going along and their car's coming back on the truck. 
And Luke was going, no, guys, we've done two. That's enough. And about an hour later, I walked past the garage, didn't we? They were doing it. And they just wouldn't give up. And it was brilliant because, you know, it was the the first time the team had done a 24-hour. So it's just about finishing. It doesn't matter how many laps you've done. It's just about finishing. And, um, you know, the Ferretti family just hats off to them. Absolute club race heroes that weekend. We enjoy their company, for sure. Superb. We've actually got another promo video as well that shows a bit more about the C1s as well. to go to a rave after that <laughs> the proper track when we were chatting about what track to use i came up with it and we we're like yes it just has to work so we'll do that that's good you know, that's that's good, you know I, I forget that we we're so fresh out of covid for that re- that weekend as well there's no podium yeah there was no podium and that was literally one of the first races to happen this year and it yeah was yeah straight out of covid and we still had a grid so it was an amazing event you know it was yeah, so grateful for everyone that actually. Uh, I've, you know, Nick made the hand gesture there. I think you guys kind of knew what it was like coming out of COVID, winning an event. We knew exactly what it was like coming out of COVID. We won our first ever fucking race, and then we still yeah. never stood on a podium. Yeah, yeah. yeah we Loads. we we went in and did the that week that same weekend. Was it the same weekend or weekend after? Uh, we did the after, we did the snet twelve hour. We bloody won it. The trophy over there. And uh, yeah, we never got to stand on a pro- tro- on a on a podium. Yeah, it's crazy times. Yeah. Crazy times. It was really right, bizarre, um, but go on. I'm good. So I'm going to say. So you've had 
obviously the 24 hours, Snetterton, two events, Croft, Donny, Pembry. Um, you've got Alton coming up soon. I will just say as a disclaimer now, we know, and it's it was completely challenging for you guys, what the events of Snetterton, what happened. Unfortunately, we lost Angie. But from what I understand, you're not an event that you can comment on anything. There's still stuff going on. So we'll leave it at that uh, and, and move on from that quite yeah, it's definitely a tough weekend. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly that. It was a horrible thing to have to deal with on our second event, um, but we dealt with it the best that we could. Um, as you say, it's it's not something that can be commented on. It's with the MSA and the FIA, but all we can say, and I do want to say, is that there's nothing wrong with the cars. You know, nothing failed that could be fixed to stop anything happening that happened. So, from from club racers' point of view, the cars are safe. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. And I, I appreciate you guys even making that comment because it must have been incredibly difficult. Um, so from that, you moved on to Croft. So Croft, Donington, Pembry, so from then on, you've more or less just had three-hour races. So is that something yeah. that kind of suits you guys or are you looking for a bit more variety going into next year? Um, the three-hour, obviously, I've taken on this club, you know, from, from yeah, yeah. Carol and the previous team. The three-hour is kind of the the set um, standard race that works because – an endurance race has got to work financially for the competitor. Um, mm -hmm. The problem is what people, I think, forget to realise is the longer the race is, the longer it's, the, the more it's going to cost. Quite substantially so as well. It's not like a case of it gets cheaper the more minutes you buy. Um, so at three hours, it's affordable. It's a long enough race that it's still an endurance race. Um, we have got a few things in the pipeline next year um, that we're gonna, we are going to mix it up ever so slightly. Um, based on people wanting to do longer races. The three hours definitely going to be the standard, so you're going to see that through the yep. year. We're going to have Silverstone, 24 hours for sure. Um, and there's going to be a, um, a six or seven hour into the night, um, finishing at midnight um, at, a, at a certain track. So it definitely looks super cool at night, doesn't it? Yeah, so and yeah. It, at night adds another dimension to it as well. It's, it's brilliant driving at night. So that one's, you know, it's going to be a longer race into the night. Um, so that one we're doing. And there is going to be some space available at Porto Mayo in Portugal for UKC1 next year. Oh, that'd be so, cool. Yeah, so those that can be bothered to, to get the car there. And we've actually arranged with Portugal transport as well. So all you'll have to do is get your car to Southampton Docks. Put it on the, put it in a box, and off it well, goes. funny you should say that. I live yeah. like eight minutes away from Southampton Dock, so there I could go. take it there if you want. Nick, yeah, perfect. We'll drop down there. Nick, they can't put you in a fucking container. You need air holes. Let's be honest, right? Let's try and smuggle you through customs. <laughs> Not just anyone, you. Have you seen the kind of people that get into the country? Yeah. And this guy will get out. <laughs> this guy will get out. <laughs> Nick, you can just jump in the camper with us. It's fine. Yeah. Yay! Come with. Yeah. yeah, we're just trying to make some variety, you know, just, just trying to give the customers something a little bit different. That's but, cool. You know, the normal. That's well. cool. There we go. So, uh, a nice little Portuguese holiday if you fancy it next year. Is there anything yeah. else changing technically for next year or the cars completely staying as they are? Um, so there's yeah, one change. Ooh. So I'm allowing one bush on the car to be changed to a PowerFlex bush. Yeah. Which is the front wishbone rear bush. There is going to be a technical regulation addendum about that very soon. 
um, purely because the cars have got extended wishbones on them to gain camber and caster. Um, but because you added so much leverage to a standard wishbone, they jump around under braking a little bit. Yeah. So it's of my opinion, racing the car for as long as I've raced it and I've driven them now with a powerflex bush, that's going to stop a fair bit of contact under braking because um, they are slightly unpredictable. So I think this bush, although it's not going to be a mandatory thing at first, but I think most people will do it because they drive 10 times better with this bush done. Yes, um, but that's that's all I'm going to do. Everything else just works. So there's no point, no point fixing it. Oh, fair play. Uh, Patrick Seal, to be honest, I think we'd all club together to help Lick and leave. Uh, Neil Ashcroft, they would definitely let Nick leave the country. Yeah, I can maybe roll with that. It could be getting back in, that's the issue. Uh, right, so we go from the organiser to the that's, competitor. That's a nice shot, Nick. But... Uh, we go for the next cross shot. Just sharing the love. That's good. Yeah. The man <laughs> Oh, no. oh, the Arab oh. beard's back. I'm ready. Beckett. I thought you Merv were giving it away. <laughs> yeah, we're still going to give it away, but it doesn't mean I don't have it and admire it. Jesus oh. Christ. No. Bubba. Right, no. Merv Beckett, you thank you very much for being patient with <laughs> us right. just while Nick was uh, showing off his fake beard and potentially getting deported from the country. So, Merv, I remember watching you in Stockach. So you are yes. no stranger to club racing. Yeah. Um, however, this year you've been racing in the production class of the Civic Cup Series. How's that been? Yeah, something different. Something new. I mean, I've been in Civic Cup before in an EK and an EP3 in yep. a few years ago. Um, something different um, and just thought it went well. Um, of course, I mean, it's, it's a building class. Um, we're hoping to have, you know, separate grids for the Cup Cup, Cup class and the production next year. Um, and it's going really well so far and um you know at the moment sort of pretty much joint level with alfie in the championship at the moment in the production class one round left to go four races actually at snetterton at the end of this month it's going to be quite interesting he's going to win it i'm putting my money down you're going to win it Oh, well, there we go. I mean, I'll be honest, Merv, when I, I, I was keeping an eye on you when I came to Brands Hatch to watch some of the action, and that was a superb drive. We've got, I believe, in our video archives there, some onboard that you sent across for us. So we play that.
bloody hell, Merv. That was a hell of a first lap. Well, <laughs> with Civic Cup, they they you get reverse grid in the second yes. race. So it made yes. it such an entertaining race. Um, That's cool. <laughs> out of the best bit, I mean, Alfie's going to go mad at me for saying it, but literally, Alfie, the one that I overtook at the end of the first lap, is the one I'm fighting with in the championship. And my mate even said that it was a bit like Days of Thunder moment when he says he always goes high. And I purposely cheeked him to say that I was going high, but I chucked it straight in the inside to get him to turn one. <laughs> and I mean, it was, it was well, that perfect moment. I thought, yeah, that's that's right. But um, he was a bit angry that I um, done it after, but I had to do it. And uh, yeah, it was it was great. But it was all good, good fun. I mean, the whole I mean the whole lap. It, you know, you know what it's like with racing. It, it, it's all luck, you know. And I just managed to have that car in the perfect place every single time. So it was good. There we go. So we've got some uh, images coming up there. So you've had a bit of success this year, haven't you, Merv? But... Yeah. I mean, I've developed this car over a few years. You know, I was racing in Type R Trophy, um, and then gone into now Civic Cup of doing the production class. So I pushed it into that, and um, yeah, it's just been really well this year sadly i had one dnf at anglesey which was a bit of my fault um sorry mark hughes i accidentally got a bit cocky and uh yeah trying to overtake too many cars into one corner and accidentally tapped him um which broke my bottom arm um if it wasn't for that i'll be leading it leading the championship now but four rounds to go still 104 points to go in the championship um and i think me and alfie are pretty much equal um, it's going to be a good tight one for Snetterton. Well, I look forward to seeing that. That's going to be good. Yeah. It will be good. I'll take it they're going to have it on the live stream as usual. Yeah, I think we got we got a rerun of Donington that we accidentally um, it was all postponed because of lateness and stuff. So that's on Saturday. Um, but then the live stream will all be all on the Sunday, which is you know qualifying in the free races. So it's going to be a really it's going to be like who can keep every race you know it's just keeping it going basically i think that it's going to be reliability is going to be the key between me and alfie for the championship well, i think we're about 30 odd points behind harry who's third in the championship so as long as long as me and alfie keep going i think we we're, we're quite good for the top step but it's just which one is it going to be is going to be tough <laughs> there we go so the civic cup so you you obviously you started in uh type r trophy um and then this sort of production class sort of opened up in civic cup and you made the jump across so what differentiates a cup class car and a production class car uh quite a few things um price is a big thing so yeah. you know i think what what they aim to do with civic cup is to do do the production class that will be for more amateurs like for example alfie and his brother Harry have come in because, of course, they've started only just going into motor racing. Um, and then it pushes you to go into the cup class eventually. So, for example, price wise, you know, you got like um, bolting cages rather than the full welding cages, which I do say helps a lot. Definitely, if you have a big accident, you can nine times out of ten just take the cage out and put it into another shell. Um, and then you've got like helical diffs, which are less maintenance um, than the actual plated diffs, which you do in Civic Cup. 
um and then like spherical bearings you don't need those you just you just use the normal hard ray sort of um like poly bush um and then it's like all different things like that which you know can change your type um civic cut production car is probably you know you can get one built and ready and new for sort of about 12 13 grand but a civic cut um car you know you're looking more like 20 um uh and it's sort of like just just makes it that bit more easier for for someone like me who's self-employed <laughs> to to run to run one and that's, that's a big jump in price isn't it for, for for effectively the same car isn't it it's not yeah i mean a massive I, difference between the cars the, the, the same the moment, car but yeah at the moment we start at the back of the grid um behind behind the cup cars and to be honest i've actually had some good battles with some civic cup guys that are not quite as experienced and are not quite as quick as the top guys um which actually creates a bit more fun for us you know and yeah. uh, you know realistically most tracks we're probably about two seconds a lap slower which you know i know it's you know in hindsight a massive gap but overall it's still not bad and like i said doing sort of high 55s at brands you know is, mm. is still a, a real good achievement and and it's, you know, it's great fun you know and we, and we if you can see from the footage we do have some really good battles and yeah. um yeah good fun yeah i mean it's 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 astonishing i, I think the the good thing that's helped civic cup this year as well is moving away from the ordinary i think time attack as well that, that they sort of have more of your performance and modified shows there so they've got a bit of an audience you're always going to have a bit of a crowd so that helps as well and that brings something to it albeit most of the crowd are going to be vaping and driving subarus and going through a port <laughs> bank well it's, um, it's, it's like brand hack you know we had this because it like you say the same as everyone else you know it's probably our this one just only a few weeks ago was probably the first one that you know covid was right out the way you know we had yeah. brand hatch a few months ago for another round but of course sadly that was you know we only had a restriction but um with a car show and everything we had, i think i can't remember what it was now but it was like 12 13 thousand people there was, there was quite yeah. a lot of people there there was a big it, was a, it, it, it you going around the paddock and even like us racing drivers i know that you know we're driving but we love the crowd and yeah. to see like paddock hill bend absolutely full up and people cheering and you know and and watching stuff it was you know it, it's it's a driver's dream isn't it really driving yeah that Make, makes you a proper touring car driver that doesn't it yeah <laughs> yeah i've got even got a few extra followers on um facebook after that um meeting so they must be watching yeah, me. Good <laughs> exactly but uh, the the big selling point for me as well just what i mean i watch all sorts of club racing like we all do the big selling point for me, I mean, you've got at the top step of it, you've got Jamie Tonks, and I know he's got, you know, he's got quite a bit of backing behind him. He's going into TCR. You've got Alistair Camp that's at the top of Civic Cup Cup class. He's also dominating 750 hot hatch. But from there, you've effectively got a progression from grassroots club club racing, that, that grassroots ladder that we've all looked for. I mean, you've mentioned it a few times to me, Nick. Yeah, that yeah. you can clearly see you can go from the production class. Let's say you win that and you want something a bit tastier, so you upgrade your car and you go and do the cup class and you dominate mm -hmm. that, and then you go and you know maybe do a bit of TCR or maybe right. do something on the yeah. on the support package British the, GT or, or touring cars. You know? yeah. The best thing is Stuart Lyons, who's running it. He's you know he's been brilliant because he of course 
runs TCR as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's really pulled the package out for all of us lot. And, you know, even a big deal that he's done this year, which is amazing for us, the top three Civic Cup and the top three production cars get a drive in a TCR car at the end of the year. That's, you know, nice. and realistically, that's in some ways, that's nearly a £2,000 you know, you would pay nearly two thousand pounds to get a, to get a test drive in a TCR. And I mean, they're they're thirty, forty odd grand cars, and you yeah, know how yeah. you know. And you know, I'm hoping that you know I go for the you know championship, and um, you know, me and Alfie and stuff like that. You know, if we do well this weekend, um, a couple of weekends away in Snetterton, we've got a chance. You know, and the driving that I do to go actually go and sit in a TCR car and go and race round in that for you know you know for a few laps or whatever it is, but you know that's mm. like a dream come true. You know that that's yeah. a, you know, the TCR car is is near enough. Damn it, is is the same as a touring car. You know I yeah. don't know if you've seen any of these TCRs. They're they're literally. I mean some of the a couple of the TCRs are literally old touring cars. You know the old Astros and that. They they run they run literally the same. So to be part of that is you know, I mean it's it's cool. And I think Stuart Longs has really pushed that. But even like Alistair Camp and stuff like that, who's in the, who's actually in the um, Civic Cup this year, he'll probably push up to the TCRs next year. You know, Winfield, he's in the TCRs this year. Well, Liam Brown, yes, Bruce Winfield, he, yeah, yeah, he's 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 now he, in an area area motorsport. Yeah. Uh, he was in a Civic Cup car last year. You know, yeah. it, it's a hell of a push, and I, you know, <laughs> I've done a lot, you know I have, I've done years and years of racing, I've done, you know, classic stock catch into Civics, into Type R, I've done all different kind of races, and, and um, you know, this is probably the closest that you can get into pushing into something more, you know, sadly for me, I think my budget would never be able to get TCR, but, you know, but to certain people that are pushing up in the rankings, definitely Civic Cup is something to go into <clears> that you'll push up higher in the future. Yeah, uh, Sam Pierce made a good thing. Point. Is though, uh, sorry, go on. Uh, just as Sam was saying on um, on your record, there were a couple of old touring cars on the grid as well, so mm. there is a bit of a progression there. Yeah, it's, it's certainly a big, big push, and watching them as well. I think the way Stuart's pushing this, I think realistically, is going to be 25, maybe even 30 cars on the grid in the TCRs next year. That really, that you'd pay to watch that anytime. You know, it'd yeah. be just as good. I mean, the racing even at Donington for their last round of the TCR was was really good, and and they would they would certainly bring a big crowd in the near future. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. What were you going to say, mate? No, I was just going to say. Obviously, you saying about the racing you've done in the past and things like that, and then you you mentioned obviously budget. You know, for someone like yourself that won't have, you know, you you're being realistic about it. You won't have the budget to go into TCR. The fact that you then get the opportunity to even just test the TCR car, uh, you know, that's mega for someone like at our level. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, as, as much as the pipe dream would be to be the yeah. next touring car driver, it's just not realistic for some of us. No, I mean, most of us. Right <laughs> away, you know, when I do get, you know, and hopefully, you know, hopefully nothing goes wrong with Snetter and I do get in that top three, that I'll be having to go in TCR and I'll be plastering it all over Facebook because. It's it'd be my dream, you know. Fantastic. You know, it's just going to be that one day that I'll get a go, and it'd be amazing. And I'm sure Stuart will end up sorting something out again for the year after. 
And, mm. you know, that's something that I'm looking forward to. And I've wanted to push hard this year to get to get a drive. And I, mm. I just watching videos and watching YouTube clips. I would just like to have a go. <laughs> now, this this is a good bit of sportsmanship here. So, this is your man that you're fighting yeah. with for the championship. Looking forward to the battle at Snetterton, Murph. So, there we go. <laughs> yeah. No, Whoa. I mean, Alfie, we've been, we've been battling all year. And, um, you know, it's good that he's written that. Um, you know, we're going to have a great battle and we're good friends. And uh, it's just a good laugh. You know, we, we've had our little tussles and our little bangs and our little twangs all year but um you know to have him having battling with him it'd be it'd be really good and i just hope that we both don't have any issues and we can just race at snetterton that's the main thing that'd be good super we'll be I, I, love, I, sure. I, I love the fact you're saying that merv because even in the with everything that's at stake and the intense battle of i know it's club racing but it can get pretty intense you know there's been title fights that have gone absolutely right in the park. It's good to see some genuine good but sort of rivalry. Going, you know, going back to the C1 boy saying earlier on, you know, club racers, we're all mates in the paddock, really, aren't they? I think 98% of the people that we, we hang around with in the paddock, yeah. yes, we're, we're fighting door to door when we're on the track, but you get out the end of it and you're all patting your backs and all having a whale of a time and a good laugh for, you, you know, guys who just had the... Best, it doesn't matter if you're racing for 14th place or whatever, you're still yeah, patting yeah. each other on the back saying, that was the best fun I've ever had. Unless yeah, you're having a race. That's what it's all yeah, about. Exactly. exactly. I've had some of the best races of my life fighting for 13th place. You know, it's just, it doesn't matter. You don't necessarily have to win a trophy every time, but the fact that you guys have got the opportunity to, you know, win the production class, it's, it's going to be good. Cool. Yeah, I'm I mean, looking forward to it. With winning the production class, do you get anything um, out of out of the way of getting you to promote to the cup club? Is there anything to sort of push you towards taking that next step, or is it just I left think, up to you? Oh, I think that if you win it, it's kind of like you're then it's your next step. Um, but of course, you know, I think sadly, you know, for for certain people, you know, self-employed, um, don't have anyone. I, I have to just work flat out. Um, it's hard to, um, you know, of course I'd love, love to go into Civic Cup or even TCR would be absolutely my dream, you know, and maybe, you know, this year's gone so well that, you know, sponsorship and stuff like that would help. Um, but, you know, just sadly, I mean, but to be honest, you know, the great last I've had, you know, for me, you know, even to be where I am now and in the production class, I just, I find it brilliant. And, you know, I've had great races with Alfie. You know, I don't know what Alfie or Harry or anyone else, you know, Matt, you know, there's so many people in, in this championship that, you know, I've enjoyed with what they're going to do next year. You know, and even, even if it's fighting for the championship again next year, you know, I, you know, I, I do find it so hard and I don't know what I'm going to be doing next year yet. But, you know, it is so enjoyable. And, you know, this is the thing with racing. You just it's that such a buzz that you get when you're racing that you just want to. You know, two you more really, of it. Yeah, you just you can't help it, can you? <laughs> now Neil Ashcroft, he makes a good point here, but I am going to come back with him with, with 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 something here because I mean, he says, "How do you manage the frustration of testing a TCR but can't follow it up with a drive?" Now, if Scarlett Johansson said, "You can make out with me for two minutes, but we're not going to bed together." Yeah. Would you then turn around and go, now nah, I'm all right, thanks, not unless we go all the way? Well, that would be more than enough for me. Well, this is, that's the thing, you know, 
I know. Truly, Either way, you're I'm, still end, you're still going to end up with wet trousers. Yeah, I mean, if if I won the lottery, I would, you know, I'd go straight into British touring cars. That's that that'd be me. But with TCR, even you know, it's such a big step. You know, it's it's huge. You know, probably you do a, better than Andy Neat. <laughs> even if you hired, even if you hired a TCR car, it's way over my my budget. But yeah, if you. You know, just for me to feel that I've gone in one and enjoyed one, and you know, I we still haven't decided exactly what track it'll be that we'll be doing a a test in, but it still just gives you that hype of actually being in a car that I probably realistically will never afford unless something you know amazing happened and suddenly someone decided to give me a million pound um sponsorship, then um, you know, I'll be all right, but apart from yeah. that, there's, no, there's not much chance. Patrick Seals commented on my analogy. It's just like going to a stripper's. You can look, but you can't touch. Michael Saunders makes a good point. The least enjoyable racing I've ever done is when decent sponsorship is involved. The stress levels and expectations are intense. That's a fair point. And Sam Pierce has just sent me an absolute paragraph, but he, once again, he makes an absolutely outstanding point. The racing in Civic Cup is what has attracted me to the series. It's close, clean racing. Race three at Brands was exactly why I went to the series. The paddock is great. The first round was at Brands, and plenty of people were welcoming, friendly, chatty, proper club stuff, helping each other get back out with spares, etc., etc. The added bonus of progression into something like TCR or even a test is fantastic for any club racer on a budget. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Neil Ascroft follows up saying it's a good point about sponsor pressure. Yeah, it's really interesting. Marv says about moving up. You you were saying if he's going to move up to the Civic Cup class, if he wins production. Yeah. I personally don't see the point in that because all you're going to do, especially yeah. it's going to be a bigger grid, a, a decent grid in production. All you're going to do in Civic Cup is spend more money. Club racing, yeah. club racing. If you're having a good race in the production class, yeah, you're going to have the same level of good racing. You're just going to spend more money. So yeah. do the production class, do it well. Do do pick your budget and do that really yeah. well rather than saying, okay, I'm going to try and do this, but I can't really afford to and just do it badly. Yeah. Just no. do what you do, do it well and enjoy, you know, you've got a good grid and you're racing. Why do you need to do that next step? Yeah. It's a good That's grid. Defend, win great. it, defend it, defend it again. I don't think you should win a championship three times in a row. I think you should win it and defend it and then move on to something else. It doesn't mean you necessarily just got to spend more money. There's loads of other club racing stuff you can do at that budget. The thing is, with the Civics as well, like, you know, see how this year goes. You know, got two more, you know, one more race race weekend to go. Um, But next year, you know, hope, you know, I'm I'm aiming to go for the championship. And, um, but then next year, you know, this EP3 as well that I've got, you know, it can go into so many different classes. It's unbelievable. You know, like uh, Dave Allen Trophy, it can go into Hot Hatch. It can go into yeah. so many different classes that this EP3 that is, you know, and if it's wet, I mean, the EP3 is amazing. You know, it's a nice, nice rain sport tyres on it. I tell you, it absolutely flies. You mean me, yeah. John, Mark, um, Hughes, uh, um, the six-hour relay race at Burkett a few years ago, we ended up winning our class. Um, and we qualified something like 43rd on the grid. But because it rained through the Burkett, we ended up winning the class. And I'll tell you, it was like, our, that was literally like, like hype. You know, we were, we were loving it, you know, winning it, getting trophies. And we were over the moon. And it isn't just about 
expense and money it is yeah. sometimes it's just the enjoyment and uh like i said you know these, these ep3s certainly going a lot and like i said earlier nick needs to get him one well well to be honest we all know nick absolutely <laughs> loves a civic yeah um he loves a Ford, no. he loves a C1. He loves any basically anyone that offers him a free drive, Nick absolutely loves. Look, I wouldn't have set this club up if I didn't like race cars. That would be a bit daft, wouldn't it? That's very very true. <laughs> you you've got to go one. You've got to go. I mean, you eventually I, even Nick, I mean, even if I I'll even get you to a get in mine and get into a you know a test bay or something. You just gotta have a go in one. Honestly. You do realise we record this, Merv, so I've got yeah. that on tape I mean, now. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. If you don't get in one, <laughs> I'll, I'll get you in a get you a, get a track day or something. We'll get you in one. It get you in mine. Some point like I say, uh, my my only frustration with the EP3, and it's already been said, is it is so versatile. It's out the box, bloody fast. Didn't we and... cover an episode on this? Yes, we did. <laughs> Yeah, there is an episode. It's not, it's not fast and a straight. It is they handle so well. People it's don't faster they... than a fucking Vauxhall Vectra. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's and, and, and a Focus <laughs> and a Mini. It's it's you know they are it, bloody fast. And when you say that, we go back to the Track Day Trophy uh, Championship round at Snetterton. Steph, who won overall? Yeah, and what just, car was he just driving? His, Justin and his Civic. Exactly. <laughs> But there's so, so much you can do with them. Marvelous. There is yeah. so much you can do with them. You know, mine's mine standard. You know, my the production class, which I love, is you know, I mean, they're running literally standard engines with with an induction kit and exhaust system. Yeah, that's it. Okay, and how much brake horse are they pushing out? My one on the rolling roads is two hundred and twenty brake horsepower. And there you go. I've it. got to spend. I've got to spend many thousand pounds to get that out of my engine. I mean, that's that's even standard with the production class. They're standard ECUs. Standard exactly. ECUs, they're running two hundred and twenty brake horsepower. This is why they're so popular because they're just out the box good. Yeah, I mean I Honda engines are amazing. You haven't even got a don't point. No point even the bottom end. No point even building them because literally they are built so well from factory. As soon as you start putting bottom ends and bearings and whatever, and they won't last five minutes. I mean, my engine it was a road engine that done you know, ninety-seven thousand miles, and that was three seasons ago. And I have not, I haven't. You mean touch wood to hit last Snetterton? I've run the same He's engine. Yeah. You know, and they, they, you know, keep oil changes. We... You know, oil filter changes. That's it. They're, they're, they're good. Can we just can we just put a disclaimer here? If anything happens to your engine at Snetterton now, <laughs> we are not we are not to be blamed for this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Sam's got a point. You've said it now, Merv. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's what they are. They're good. They're they're good runners, and you know what I mean. And like you say, you just put a even like my flywheel. It's just a standard FN2 flywheel which you're allowed to put in them, and that's it. You know, it, you don't go and buy all these cheap like one kilogram flywheels because it just does the engines in just it's all honda built such a good car that you just pretty much just tweak it and it it's fine you know it's good it it's um it's is is what it is and you know i mean they're just so powerful and it's not the actual grunt i mean the torque is useless on a honda engine 
but the literally the the speed you can go through corners just 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 literally makes them you know I mean, i've done track days and i've had 400 brake horsepower courses thinking they're all lit and um i go past them and they're coming up to me going cool what you got in there and i tell them 220 horsepower and they walk away before i even spoke to them because they're like <laughs> what, what on earth's going on and i'm just i'm just having a bit of fun with them you know and it's not it, people don't realize it's not just the speed down the straights you know castle coombe i was doing one eight i think it was one eighteens or something around castle coombe and most most kids in in these like i said four five hundred brake horsepower cars in a track day think that they think that they're all good and then they realize i've only got 220 brake horsepower and then they suddenly walk away <laughs> it's just the way that you know these cars are built and the, the way they handle it, it's but you know you, you say that <clears throat> and i'm sure you boys in the c1 corner can can agree with us if you're ever doing a track day in the yeah, c1 like we have it in a ka the amount of dickheads you piss off on a track day and his yeah. matey boy in his M3, like, blasts it down the straight. But then you get into the corners and they're like, I can't drive. And you the just drive around day. the outside of them in a KA going, bye, knobber. <laughs> Brands track day, me and Tom, right? Oh, yeah, the Mini at a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got two black flags on that day for overtaking and stuff. And it's like, I'm in a C1. I shouldn't be overtaking any of these cars here, ever. <laughs> They're doing That's something it. wrong, not me, you know? So, yeah. 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 So most, most track days, you know, in these EP3s, you know, I've done Donington with John, um, Peerless. I've done all different, different, different races, you know. And like Donington, I go past Porsche 911s. You know, and I'm going past M3 BMWs, and they're like, you know, they all come into the pits after, and like, cool, what you got in there? Turbo? No, it's just a, no. you know, 220 brake horsepower standard that, engine with a standard ECU. <laughs> that's that, that's because all BMW drivers are knobs, especially ones that drive bright, <laughs> bright orange ones. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I should say it's good evening to uh, Patrick Seal. If uh, you're well, he's probably <laughs> no longer watching now. Nick said evening, that. Patrick. He's, yeah, he's, he's Patrick. <laughs> For the record, I am a BMW driver, so don't take that to heart, anyone. <laughs> and have you seen my orange track day car? Yes, I have. That's I was going to say, is that a dig at me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, this is this is Patrick Seal, the Red Seal Racing bright orange M3 Tango. Okay, I have a bright orange E36 M3 track day car. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, same so one, yeah. one of my highlights. To a shovel? Not really. I'm, I'm, no, I'm all right getting out of holes. <laughs> no, I say like one of my highlights, even in racing, even in my EP3, was at the Burkett one year that um, when it was raining, I was even going past around the outside of Beckett's around a GT40, and <laughs> it, it just shows that you know the grip levels definitely these EP3s have in the wet. But you know, I know it was wet, and it, it probably piss past me basically in the dry but you know the fun that you can have in these you know in, in even any kind of conditions or whatever it is is great fun and that's why i think that you need to definitely get yourself in one i think once you've gone in one mm, you won't go back the gauntlet well, has been look, thrown down i think nicholas i'm gonna say this now i'm all up for giving them a go but they still look crap no! <laughs> That's why we're putting the engine in the Clio. That's what I mean. They, 
they don't look great. The, the cup cars look pretty cool with a big yeah. wooden splitter under them. But yeah, Neil oh, oh, says, when foot in mouth, stop talking, Nick. Come on, Rob. Look, you got to have a show my picture of my car. It does look nice. Come on. It does. Oh, it nice. like I've, I've got quite good. good. Look, look, that, come mate. on. <laughs> it does look hot. Come on. There's a line there. Oh, it's in front of them all. Just in front, yeah. Uh, to, be, to be honest, I can, <laughs> I, can, uh, I can smell a lot of boiled rice in this photo. <laughs> just... And there. Uh, it does look yeah. a lovely. Come on, there's not much. It's, it's a lovely looking car. Yeah, and uh, the, the thing is, when you buy one of those cars, that's what happens. You get trophies. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Although I, I have to come back to this C1 photo as well, right? Because can you remember that's when a better, Jackson, that's a better looking race car? <laughs> can you remember when Michael Jackson was on stage and he stopped his feet and he went like that and he had all the dancers around and did the same thing? That's what the C1s are doing in this photo. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's the first thing I thought yeah. of. Exactly. Well, there's, and a lot there's, of, one there's a lot of things I'm, that bloke did behind the scenes and you don't want to talk about them. Very, very, very true. Very, very true. Yeah. Have you seen... Have you seen the documentary? Anyway, uh, there's one picture I missed. Robin and Tom, there's one picture I missed. So explain this. Uh, so this no is way. Yeah, basically, I'm sponsored by Vans, and they just thought it'd be cool. Because we're so big time, they thought, they'd just give me some Vans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nah, I just ordered them. I like it. But you have got, yeah, you, uh, you have got a good sponsorship with Silver Lake, though. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. Good yeah, we're we're to talking about the move to BRCC, which is obviously, yeah, it's really exciting for next year. Um, but one of the big deals for this year was um, Silver Lake coming on board, and um, I think it's one of the most natural fits for any any type of collaboration, really, because they're a local company, which is great for us. Um, and they they're they're a salvage yard, and they've got. They, they take more C1s in every week than they probably take in any other vehicle. So they got an absolute abundance of, of mm. spare everything. Um, and they give the drivers really good discount and the rest of it. And yeah, they, they've just been a perfect fit all year. It's really good. Alan Prevel's got a massive lorry with a massive beer fridge. Yeah, he has got a huge <laughs> They turn up with a massive Arctic every meeting with, with two C1s in it. Get that out and then just get the bit get the beer sorted out and yeah, the rest of it's just beer. Yeah. There we go. Right. So if you want to, I think, if, if I think you, we need to go to a C1 meeting. That... Yeah. So hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> if you do want to beat that paddock, I would turn up with a fucking great Arctic and two beer fridges. Two uh, beer right. Fridges let's let's go to the comments. Becky Roberts, do you have to pull back a C1 to make them go? Best question. Oh, Nick. Nick. Yeah. That comment deserves a sticker. That does. That does. Sam Pierce, now I like this. Nick's getting his ass handed to him now. Sam Pierce, anyone who owns a Vectra cannot comment on the way a car looks. Uh, <laughs> hello. Hello. When we talk about racing, what is the golden era of racing? Oh, super touring. Oh, yeah, the, the Vauxhall Vectra was a super tourer. Vectra did fucking well, didn't it? Only won two races with John Cleland at the wheel. Give a fuck. It still looked cool as shit. I did own 
Vauxhall Vectras as road cars before. They're I shit cars. They're, they're fucking awful. Case oh, yeah. I, I had GCR, G, GSRs. They were, they were good fun. No, they weren't. The V6, ah, the V6 Vectra no. is a dog shit car. Merv, Case I have to ask better. this question. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask this question, Merv. Now, you raced a Nova, didn't you? Yes. Yes, he did. Did, did you roll it? No. Ah, I, 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 I managed to lift it up with four wheels off the ground at Donington on the old um, curbs, but I never managed to roll it. Okay, next question. Did you do skids in McDonald's car park using the plastic trays? Uh, I won't answer that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jonathan, uh, J- Justin Roberts has come in. He was considering Nick having a go in his uh, EP3, but Nick's fucked that up now. Uh, James Poulton, best comment ever, replying to uh, Becky Roberts there. I think that that is the winner. That is the winning comment there. I mean, it, oh, it was not the, that's not the comment on your car, but it's brilliant. It's not a comment on my car, but it's brilliant. I think the comments dried up there, so possibly the stickers now. Then, as did your cooling system. <laughs> yes, it did. It did. I would actually like to have a go in a C1. You should. Plenty of them out there. Come have a go. In a 24 hour race. Just because it would be a good laugh and close. Yeah, I see. It's when, it's when like... you've only done normal club racing. For me, the first time I did a three hour stint at night was crazy because you think you're going for it and you're really concentrating and you just given everything you got you look up at the timer and you've done 20 minutes and you think wow this is a three hour stint i've got to do here and you just <laughs> learn you just have to sit back and relax and just find your find your way it's a very different mindset well that's the fun as well because one thing i'd love to do is a night race at brands i'd love yeah. to hear me that the feeling of us at brands at the end of the year we're doing into exactly. the, night, the last race of the year it looks like nick and stefan are probably going to be in the car the way things are going so come along it is um you know it, it does sound fun. <laughs> Hey, we got our first podium in a night race at Brands Hatch. So if you put us in a car, boys, we're going to get a trophy for you. Nick, we might have to book some off of Remember, we record this, so they're going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah, because no so, yeah, don't you actually, worry. If he, actually, if he says done. that... Look, this is the trophy. There I'm, use, I'm using it to prop my phone up, I should just say. <laughs> James Beckett says hello as well. I think uh, is that a relative of yours, Murphy? That's my son. He's only uh-huh. like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> They're all oh, hello, James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop swearing. It's past your bedtime. <laughs> if he writes anything, just completely ignore it because I don't know what he'd be writing. (laughs) Fair enough. Right, guys, I think looking at the time, bloody hell, it's 20 to 10 already. We're going to move on to the competitions because there's quite a lot to cover. (laughs) There you go. Becky Roberts has just come up uh, with the best comment. Uh, He's 10, Merv. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nearly 11. (laughs) Next up is 11. (laughs) 
I know exactly what's going to be going in the new segment on the next show. And sadly, we're you know unhappy to report that Nervous. Uh... He lost the production cast because no one's seen him. Yeah. <laughs> He's been lynched. Right. We're very pleased to announce the Club Racing UK Awards. Yeah, we, we need to get some cheesy fanfare music on it, don't we? Yeah, yeah like we, we, um, we didn't really get that bit done in no. time, did we? <clears throat> Save of the year has been brought in, sponsored by Term well, Seven. Well, there is there is eight awards we're going to do this year. There is. This is the first one. This the is the first, first one. one. So this is uh, Save of the Year, sponsored by Callum McDougall and the Turn 7 team. So, yes, yes get your clips in from this year of your best saves for them to yep. Steph and Nick. And yeah, 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 room and go, go on the paddock. No. Go, go on the Facebook the oh, paddock, the paddock group. Uh, yes. At the top is the pins. All the awards are pinned. Uh, comment your video of your Save of the Year. Um, and mm -hmm. that'd be your entry, and then look at the other ones that we're about to say and pick your entries for them as well. Yeah, definitely. All at the top of the palette, pinned at the top of the this, palette. I just want to, I just want to point out to everyone as well, right? If if you see like an entry that you think is the one, just vote for it. Don't add it again. Just get the likes and the shares and stuff like that, and we'll probably just bunch it all together at the end of this month, so it's nice and clean, and we'll have a poll at the end of it. Just with the top five or however many <clears throat> entries for each one. Because um, obviously we've got, you know, the eighth award is the Unsung Heroes of the Year Award. Obviously, I think we know already who's, who's won that one. But obviously we're, well, no, don't, don't, we're making don't it fair. Spoil it. <laughs> don't spoil I, it. I, yeah. I think every it. man every man and his dog has commented saying it's gonna be the marshals. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Let's let's not give too much away quite yet. I thought it might be, <laughs> be Nick for lending his gazebo out and it getting trashed. <laughs> well, 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 to be, to be fair, I, I still I'm not, I'm not I still hold the fact so we can't go on that. Um Let's just say though, Steph, do you think you would have got second place if it wasn't for my gazebo? <laughs> not unsure. So technically, <laughs> that trophy that's in your room right now is mine. How is it yours? Well, you didn't pour this stuff I... down the gazebo, did you? Okay, no, but I did give you my gazebo. <laughs> I was uh, I was racing separately, but you can't even claim that you weren't at the event. <laughs> my gazebo was. <laughs> I know your gazebo was integral to the race at one fucking point. <laughs> Need safety car lights on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it Love became it. the safety gazebo. However, I digress. Oh, yes. We've been going through the awards. I've mentioned one, which is save of the year. We've also got the best looking grid of 2021. What? That's cars. Slow down. Either. Slow down. The I've winner. Another fucking award. The winner of the save of the year award will win some yeah. Nomex underwear again. Yeah. Ah, put that out there? Because yes. of the brown trouser moment, you're going to need a new pair, aren't you? So, yes. Yeah. So the winner of Save of the Year, as sponsored by Turn Seven, will win some fireproof underpants. There we go, uh, Sam Pierce. I <laughs> I have on board of uh, Merv's huge moment in Paddock from qualifying. Can he nominate Merv? Of course, he, he wants to get it in there. Get it in there. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Is it this Michael year? Saunders... It has to be this year. 
It was. It was at Brands. It was at Brands. <laughs> Michael Saunders. Michael Saunders. Every corner of the escort seems to be the same. To be honest, Michael, oh, yeah. every time you are out in that escort, it is spectacular. Yes, yeah. Yes. I should if just point out as well. That, I need that footage. Uh, I mean, it was good on board, but if he's got any footage of that, it'll be good to see. It'll be good. Send it over, Sam. Um, I, I just, I just want to say as well, with with the save of the the save of the year award, um, we need to see onboard footage. A picture's great of a car going sideways, but there is no guarantee that you then didn't stack it. <laughs> yeah, so it has to be it. a, it has to be a legitimate save. Oh, yeah. well, my, my one ended up sideways, and um, yeah, um, kind of. Stationary, but I still kept the thing running. Does that count? <laughs> no, it's not a save. <laughs> it was a hell of a save. I mean, you've got to see the footage. It was. Um, I do remember it in qualifying. It was. Uh, yeah, because I, I had that big off. I don't know if you remember mm. seeing the photos a few years ago. I had a massive off yeah. at Paddington Bench, and um, it did remind me of it. And I just knew in my head that I had to literally keep my foot on it flat out otherwise i'm going to do the same again and um yeah it was a full sideways moment all the way down got it almost to the bottom and then it kind of switched the other way and i, I spun it but the actual save i would count that as as the best save yeah well uh, we, 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 will, we will put it we will put it to our uh, our members and they can vote there we go. Right. Uh, other awards include the best looking grid 2021. I assume that's going to be sponsored by a plastic surgeon. Uh, best team of 2021. Uh, the best mm -hmm. driver of 2021. <laughs> and that excludes Nick. Uh, best looking car of 2021. Oh, thanks. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> no worries. Uh, best series slash championship. No EP brings. Uh, most spectacular crash. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the Marshalls Award for unsung. I'm oh, sorry, the unsung heroes award. Yes, <laughs> the unsung heroes award. <clears throat> yes, that's probably um, going to be the Marshalls. So get your, again, get your entries in, people. Yeah, I'll just put a shout. If you so, we're only going to accept the entries from on the paddock page. Um, we've pinned all the awards at the top, so whichever one you want to put an uh, entry in for. You'll find it there. Um, I also want to point out if anyone would like to sponsor any of these awards, prizes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, for added exposure, um, get in touch. Um, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> but yeah, if, if anyone would, if, if anyone would like to contribute towards our. Um, our awards, obviously, we're going to be doing it throughout the rest of the year. There's, there's, it'll be really good to give back to all our members and, and everybody else who's getting involved with it. So, yeah, if you'd like to get involved, give us a shout and we can sort you out somehow. I'll sponsor the best grid if I can win it. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> so, we've got probably the biggest no. grid of the year. There'll be no influence. There'll be no influence. It'll be fair and it'll there's be open no, to the members. There's no brown envelopes around here. No brown envelopes around here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's not be fucking hasty about this. I haven't given my address out yet. 
<laughs> All brown envelopes shall be accepted at number... Anyway, I'll digress. Right, so that's the Club Racing UK Awards. Get yourself over to the paddock pages and vote at the top. They are pinned posts, aren't they, gentlemen? Yes. Right, next on the agenda. Sorry, I'm moving it along because we have been very long on this podcast, as usual. Autosports. Yes. You should know about it. Before some Chinese guy ate a bat and everyone got ill, there used to be a show at the NEC called Autosports. Uh, everyone turned up, looked at race cars. Club Racing UK had a stand there a few years ago. My grandma's cakes were there. It was really fucking good. Uh, yeah, it was a really good out, fucking weekend. Uh, <laughs> turns out Nick and Steph have been organising a stand. Have yes, we're going to be back. We are. We are, <clears throat> we are still in the process of organising. Yeah. Um, we have a mega opportunity this year. We obviously made an impression from last year or last time. Um, but we have got the opportunity to be parked right next to the BTCC stand um, for next year's show. Now, if anyone's ever been to Autosport, you should know that the F1 paddock and the BTCC stand are probably the two most popular stands there. You get roughly about 150,000 people there across the four days, if not more. And most of them will go that way towards one of those stands. And little old club racing are going to be parked right next to one of them. So if you want to get your championship, your club, your car, if you're selling arriving drives, you know, you've got a business there and you want to show some bits off on a car. We've got a space for six cars. Um, for You won't beat the price we've got on offer. Um, you just can't. Simple as that. If you can find a better deal, send it to me because I guarantee it's rubbish. I'm a good salesman, right? <laughs> brilliant. You're the best. Just, I love just come and put a car on our stand and you won't yeah. regret it. It'd be brilliant. I'll, 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 put, I'll put mine on the stand, you know. No problem. Yeah, you're going to pay for it, though, Mo. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you, guys... You, know, you didn't say that. You just said put it on the stand. Yeah. Let's, let's just say... Let's let's just say we've probably had enough people get in contact to fill the space about eight hundred times, but then you mention the money, and unfortunately, it is a ludicrous amount. We we would love to be able to just buy the I, space and I'd love invite to. everyone that would. Yeah, that, I've, I've been I've been all sport plenty of times. It is an mm. amazing opportunity, and you know you know me. I've even spoken to you, Nick. You know it is. Yeah, a, yeah. I would love to. I'd absolutely love to, but I mean, to be where you say you are, you know what I mean, and the amount of people that is for for people that are running championships, it is a great opportunity. And someone, you know, people, I'm I'm sure okay. that you you will get those people, and you'll get those. Yeah, spaces we, we I mean, I think we sealed our third space today. So we've actually only got about half the stand left. So if you are on the fence, don't be. Give us a shout. Yeah, it's salesman, isn't it? <laughs> it is salesman. Well, unfortunately, we're fitted on time. We're, we're so the autosport we are... but we don't have that long whatsoever. We're talking. We need to sort of wrap this up pretty quick because. But uh, I mean, if you've got a space at the end of it and you can't fill it, then you know this civics, you know, easily, uh, easily yeah, done. Find me page when you go there. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't care how you put the money down. Just I mean, if you have to sell your body, I don't care. <laughs> well, just... great. Well, missus is watching, so um, yeah, be, be a bit <laughs> behind. <laughs> well, I didn't say who you had to sell it to. You could sell it to her a couple of times. 
make, make her pay for the privilege. <laughs> but no, honestly, it is a, a great opportunity. Yeah, it's anyone, it's anyone who wants anyone who anyone who wants to put that in, it'd be a great opportunity. I mean, the the stand in twenty twenty, obviously, before we heard of the word COVID, was no, mega. Yeah. It was a cracking weekend. We met and saw so many different people. We announced our ambassadors there. Um, unfortunately, I still have the sound of a F1 simulator in my head. For anyone who was there with us last time, you'll know what I'm on yeah, about. Yeah, that, that was um, incredibly yeah. annoying. I used to love Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, no, but it is a cracking show. So if you're looking to spread the joy of your business, your championship, your arriving drives, get in touch. Um, we can sort you out a good platform to promote it on. Cool. Right. And the next thing, of course, 2022 is coming around the corner. And what do you need to measure how many days and how many <laughs> months have gone in 2022? You need a calendar, don't you? Well, yes, you do. Take it away, guys. What a... There's a calendar coming out, right? No, and so... it's got club racing on it. So in, in October, is it October? It's not a nudist one, is it, with you boys? It's not a nudist one, no. No, 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 that's separate. That's separate. So if you go to the only, yeah, that's if you go to the club racing only fans account for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's uh, there's the pixelated Japanese. Yeah, there's the pixelated Japanese version, (laughs) and then there's full nude, which is an extra fiver. Anyway, carry on, Steph. Anyway, the start of the month, we do our profile picture competition. Uh, Obviously, as as the calendar organising month. Slightly different top 12 photos, um, make it onto the calendar, um, which will be going for sale soon. We're just uh, getting all the photos sent off and they're all organized. Uh, but the calendar will be up for sale soon, but it is live on the website now if you want to pre order it. Um, it's on pre sale. Just head to the website, head to the shop, and you can pre order 22 UK calendar. Mm-hmm. And for the record, for everybody who complained last year, about how it didn't have boxes to write stuff in. This year, it will have boxes. Okay? We listened. We listened to our fans. And they want they want boxes. They You'll want get boxes. boxes. What did they say? We want boxes. We can't write anything no, on your stupid calendar. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Okay. Moving on from there. So remember the eventual winners of the Young Sung Hero Awards. You can honour them by buying the Club Racing UK hashtag Orange Army shirt and the Club Racing UK hashtag Orange Army sticker. I want to. I want to fucking roll tonight, aren't I, Nicholas? Uh, Steph, are you thirsty? We're thirsty. Yeah, because you can buy a bottle if you are. Uh, you can. Yeah. Yep. Well then. <laughs> Looks like that in real life. I love the fact that we've got past an hour and a half, and all of us are fucking bored now. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, we're not running anything with them at the minute, so uh, oh, raising the K bottle. Go ahead, go and buy one. Uh, to be fair, did you let the winners know who won the bottles from last podcast? <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you wrote them down. So, Nicola, I'll tell you what, this is an efficient run show from those two, isn't it? One of you is going to have to listen back to the podcast from last time and find out who the winners are, okay? Yeah. Well, if they watch the show, which you should have done, they'd know know you won, contact us and then we'll send you the details. Okay. If Uh... not, we'll do the hard work. 
Okay, Dawn Boyd, put the B42's motorsport on your stand with any luck. We'll have a sponsor to pay it. We have plans and we'll still be supporting the marshals. Uh, Dawn, give, us, Pierce... give us a shout and we'll be... Yeah, let's let's talk that one through tomorrow. Uh, Sam Pierce <laughs> says uh, shambles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Pierce, uh, you're a shambles. Shut it's, up. It's not a shambles. It's called entertainment. Entertainment or yeah. you both... Or you both forgot to no. uh, notify your winners. Oi, you lot didn't watch Top Gear because it was efficiently run, did you? Top Gear's funny. We're funny. <laughs> Simple. What else we got, Rob? What's next? What's next? Racing Mentor, the Sponsorship Success Academy. Oh, yeah. Find <coughs> yourself up for that. Um, it might be a link in the bio. I'm not sure it is, actually. Uh, if not, as many posts about it we have. Um... <laughs> it's going well, isn't it, Steph? It's, it's going, going, well. going well. But, anyhow, Google that. If not, you'll find it. <laughs> Jesus uh... Christ, Steph. Okay, basically, guys. Uh, no, so, get, racing I, I, mentor, I, I, Rob, just, Rob, just show Rob. hands. But, I'll, get a, I'll get a post up shortly if anyone that's interested, but we have got previous okay. posts of it. Um, what we, what we should say, it. right, is a simple thing here is, Merv... You need to get involved with this because that will get you sitting in a TCR car every weekend. Yeah. All right. I'll be straight on there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> teach you all the skills of how to improve your sponsorship strategy and to gain more sponsorship figures. It took, I can't remember his name. So be fine. Ten, I mean, technically, figure deal straight after the course, pretty much. So it's it does work. But you've just got to put in the effort to do it. It's a 90 day course. Um, the basic one is still live. The other two you can sign up for, the plus and the premium package, um, and you'll be notified as soon as it goes live again. <laughs> Those ones are run uh, in series of 90 days, so it has to run out for the next one to uh, open. Um, Oscar, Oscar. So, sorry, Stephen, the... Oscar. I love you. That is, that is just... a comment. If you, have to explain that, if you have to explain that you're funny, Nick, I've got news. I don't You're have to explain. Funny. <laughs> You're damn funny. <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, yes. No, uh, I don't know. I think we got there then. You uh, broke my train of thought. I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm very, very, very sorry. That comment. Anyhow, if, you, if you want to improve your sponsorship, uh, join the, what's it? The Sponsorship Success Academy. There'll be a post up to <laughs> Jesus, you guys are on a roll tonight. Right. Oh, look. What did we say before we come on? Two-hour live shows are fucking annoying and they're boring and no one's going to be here still at two hours long. There's still a few people watching, Nick. The poor guys below us are like, I'm so fucking bored. I'm never coming back on this show again. still tuned in waiting for the jokes to start. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Watching Oscar drag Declan Russell out of a C1 has been more funny than Nick tonight. (laughs) I don't like oh now he's organised <laughs> right okay guys with that with two hours on the clock oh gee up I think it's about time that we wrap things up so thank you very much Merv Beckett for coming on thank you very much Robin and Tom of the C1 Racing Club for coming on once again thank you very much Nick Holmes and Stefan Marsh Hopefully, Thank the you beer's guys. grown a bit longer by the time we come back on. In two well, weeks' well, time... Well, if it's two weeks, you mean you've got to give me a shout because, of course, that'll be our um, just after the championship's finished. So, 
hopefully Ooh. we'll see, see how it goes so it, it i'll get on no matter what I'll, I'll write a message and see how i got on with the championship i'm sure you'll end up seeing some kind of live footage and send us some okay. photos man. yeah Engine i'll send you some over some photos yeah. and hopefully hopefully see how it goes <laughs> engine comrades all over the start finish trade <laughs> <laughs> oh, i could have put myself in that one didn't i yeah, yeah. But, um, we would have had our October race at Old Park then as well. So, um, <laughs> oh, excellent. I'm, I'm just hoping that, you know, if it all finishes all well and the car finishes right, you know, that, that it's right to the end. So that's the main thing. Yeah, good luck, Murph. Thank you. Good luck, Murph. Thank you, guys. Love from the Sean Automotive. Yeah, a bit of love from Sean Automotive. Uh, Sam Pierce, we've not even mentioned rags to riches yet. Yeah, that's just... Very important. Uh, Andrew Smith is still watching. Neil Ashcroft, all of us are still watching. Unsung Heroes, back for now. That is the end of episode seven. Everyone who's still watching, I love you all. Love you. I have been Robert Lewis. It's been Nick Holmes, Stefan Marsh, the C1 Racing Club, and Merv Beckett. Good night. God bless. See you later, team. Bye so much.